On Spotlight today on KRWC, it's our third Wednesday of the month of October already. And on the third Wednesday, we reserve time each month on a rotating basis to talk with our Wright County Commissioners. And in the month of October, Commissioner Mary Wetter joins us to uh, talk about a, a variety of different things. And Mary, good morning to you. Well, good morning to you, too. Nice to have you along with us here. Been a very nice month of October here so far. Yeah, it's been gorgeous. Uh can't remember one staying this warm this uh, late in the uh, year for a long time, but it looks like we're in for some cold weather, and that's Minnesota. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, Harvest-wise over in your area, of course, it's been a a rough, rough growing season, but I think at least uh, for getting what crop there is out, it's been pretty good for that. Um, Well, the corn is pretty much out. Um, and they have been now working on the beans, and I can imagine what with this wet weather suddenly, I mean, we could have used it back in the summertime <laughs> when things were growing, yeah, but exactly. uh, we can't control Mother Nature, so that's the way that goes. But, uh, yeah, the soybeans are pretty much getting uh, taken out now because, I think they're looking at uh, years where, well, for instance, last year we had snow at this time. That's so, right, yeah. Um, once the snow's in the beans, it's, that's pretty hard to get them out. Yep, so time is of the essence. Yes. Well, the uh, county board has been busy here of late, and uh, we'll talk about a variety of different things here today. I guess first and foremost, the... Uh, most recent uh, information is the the levy information, and uh, tell us a little bit about what's happening there. Well, we finally, uh, at one point, the levy was at 12, and that was absolutely not acceptable. So uh, we worked it down to about 6.6, and then further worked it down. I, I wanted to see a 5. And uh, most of the rest of the commissioners were very upset. I should see, say the old ones were upset. <laughs> Us newbies, and that's Mike Catchmark and, and I, were the ones that, you know, this was our first time with the levy, listening to all the departments and their needs, and, of course, they all had their hands out wanting more. Um, the levy finally got set at 5.75. So um, that was something that uh, I'm still not exactly happy with. Now, um, the levy is at, set at 5.75, but um, it's set at that amount now. It can go lower. It can't go any higher than 5.75. But we've got till the end of December to get that into the state. So what will actually happen at that point, I'm, I'm not exactly sure. But uh, right now it's at 5.75. Now, just because the levy's at 5.75 doesn't mean your property taxes will be at, at 5.75. They could be, it all the, could be 20%. It could be um, minus 5%, you know. Um, it all depends on what that assessor uh, looks at when he looks at your property and decides what it's 
what its net worth is. So at least you can't blame the county commissioners for that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, talking about the uh, the process there, that's uh, quite a bit of trimming. You start at something uh, around 12 and get down to five and three quarters. That's a lot of trimming. Oh, yes. Uh, basically, it was a lot of, of actually people, not new people being hired because the, when you have that and then you've got to put all the benefits added onto it, it gets to be pretty pricey when all practically every department wants more money. <laughs> there was, or more people, I should say. Um, it was sort of interesting, too, because some, some uh, uh, departments didn't ask for much anything. It was just status quo, but others wanted a whole lot, you know, so it, it's hard to, to say. Um, I don't have a history in all this, so I can't really talk about that. But uh, it was an interesting process and, and, and long and very tiring for somebody like me. <laughs> sure. Did you have to have um, certain departments um, report back several times, or were all the departments uh, required to put something forward first and then uh, you... Take a look at it, and it's kind of a back-and-forth thing? Yes. That's the last, what you said at, towards the last was they put something, they put a request in, and then they figure, we figure out a schedule, administration does, and then they come in, each department head or and possibly their uh, bookkeeper or, or whatever comes in with them, and, and they determine what's going on, and then at the same time we have the whole um, county um, finance department leads come in there and listen to all this, too, and either not yes or no or whatever. So um, that's that, like I said, was an interesting process. <laughs> so it's uh, set at a, a no higher than 5.75%. Uh, right. What happens now, as far as uh, you mentioned, it it may go lower. What discussions would there be that that might make it go in that direction? Well, you know, maybe some would pull back on 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 some aspect, like maybe they decided they really don't need that new employee. Uh, maybe they don't really need some of that equipment. Uh, new equipment that they can hold off on that or I you know not having a history before on this I'm kind of wondering that myself that's a very good question <laughs> but I can't see why it, it couldn't happen or we couldn't put pressure on some of the departments to maybe lower it too so mm -hmm. at this point I don't know what the usual um process would be at this point sure. to get it to come lower. And then it's all resolved by the end of the year? Yes. Okay. It has to be in by the end of the year. County Commissioner Mary Wetter is our guest. We should maybe back up just one step and uh, tell folks if they're not familiar with you, uh, since you are a newcomer to the board, your uh, county board district and, and where that's at. Okay, my district 
consists of Rock, the city of Rockford, Rockford Township, city of Hanover, the city of St. Michael, that would be west of County Road 19, and then the city of Albertville. That consists of my district, which is District 4. Okay. Um, there's been talk, and we've run some stories about it uh, lately, about some um, open meetings on it and discussion on the local option sales tax, where uh, they call it lost sometimes, local option sales tax. And uh, bring us up to date on that and what's happening with that. Okay. Um, next year, in December, that will be up for either to go ahead or, or, or to be taken away. So it's a half percent sales tax on what they determine. And this is not me, but it's the state that determines uh, uh, that half percent tax on the non-essential purchases. Now that, again, is the, what they consider non-essential purchases is what the state um, defines it as, and I would much, I would much, um, um, I'm much against what they call non-essential. But uh, I was talking to uh, um, Representative O'Neill the other day and just asking who exactly um, defines what's non-essential, and she said the governor does. And that was news to me because I thought it might have to go through the legislature. But, no, I guess he just, he decides what's non-essential. All right. Well, anyway, the, um, so the discussion is whether or not uh, the county board would have to take action to renew this for another period of time. Right. Uh, otherwise, it is set to expire. And this came forth uh, when it was put into um, motion uh, and initially enacted, they had kind of a, they call it, a, I think, a sunset clause on it where, uh, you know, it was going to be reviewed after a certain period. Is it a, was it a five-year period? Yes. Yeah. And so if it is to go forward, um, it would need uh, board approval to renew that. Now, um, for listeners that might not remember what uh, this is all about, this is uh, this uh, one-half cent Correct. One half cent sales tax um, is for uh, the monies generated with that can only be used for transportation uh, projects. Correct. And those um, projects in the transportation have to be on a list, and that's they have to be listed and approved, and then that's how what gets. Um, worked on and used for that transportation money that's um, actually collected as uh, as from the lost half percent sales tax. So it would be a nickel for every $10 spent. And the thought there is that this is a way that um, counties uh, can, you know, kind of bridge the gap, if you will, uh, between state funding and you know, not put it necessarily uh, completely on the backs of 
of um, their taxpayers in that, uh, you know, people passing through Wright County, um, when they make purchases, it would apply there too. Sure, but also, you know, um, it is one of those taxes, I guess I would say it doesn't depend on the, uh, you know, you get the different factions, the Democrats, the Republicans. I don't want really, we shouldn't go into that because this is, this is nonpartisan, but uh, it's a tax on both the poor and the wealthy. You know, it doesn't matter who you are, you're going to get taxed. Right. So I guess I should say that uh, on October 27th, Wednesday, they are going to have another open house at the Wright County Highway Building from 3 to 5 p.m. And this is to, it's just kind of a presentation on on what the um, local option sales tax is, kind of the, the history of what's happened so far, and then, you know, an opportunity to express opinions. Exactly. And then also there is a website that, you, well, if you can't make it to that meeting that you could attend, uh, go online and then um, and suggest, or, or, you know, it's got some explanation there what, what it actually is and about some of the projects. And then um, you can, um, you know, more or less say what you think of the um, local option sales tax, whether the county uh, commissioners should extend it beyond uh, December of 2022 or not. And when does that, would that vote wait now until late next year before it would happen, or can the county board uh, vote to uh, renew or not to renew at some point along the line before that? I would say that right now, um, well, for one thing, though, that website's open till November 4th. But I would, I'm not entirely sure on that. I would think that um, the department uh, head, Virgil Hawkins, would want to know somewhat ahead if he can plan on spending that money for 2023. So um, I would think that he, it might get decided beforehand. I'm not sure of that. Um, I. I just know at this point that it expires at the they will quit taking it from the people on December 2022 if it is not extended. Right. So I guess the point for listeners and residents of Wright County, uh, no matter where in Wright County you're from, uh, you can express your opinion on that and, uh, you know, whether or not that should be reapproved um, or let to expire. Exactly. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit more about some highways. Highway 25 has been in the news of late. Uh, MnDOT this time is looking to get input on some readjustments for safety and other things on Highway 25. Yeah, between um, Monticello and Buffalo, it's kind of starting a little bit beyond, I believe, beyond um, the Walmart store and going just um, south of uh, uh, Jailbirds 
support. So um, that's what I know, and they're still studying that, but they they also want um, ideas on, on, on what, what should be done along the way. So, uh, and, and that's all MnDOT that's interested in that. And I would say I know that there's some developments going in along, you know, 25 more. And, uh, of course, we also have all those um, um, gravel, gravel pits and that to contend with along the way. So I think what the big thing is is they're just looking for ideas, and usually the people that live and work and, and use it every day have the best ideas than what somebody from St. Paul or Brainerd would know about, you know, what the needs are along that road. Right. Yeah, and I know they're interested in you know, suggestions, comments regarding safety issues and, you know, various other, you know, traffic and all kinds of different things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, that would be worthwhile for those that travel that road quite often to get in on that um, website also. It's a major link, another of the major links that we have running through our county, either north-south or east-west or wherever. Right. Besides uh, County Road tw- or, or 12, I should say, Highway 12, mm-hmm. and um, we've got 55, we've got I-94, <laughs> we've got quite a few roads that all it's all are in some way um, either getting worked on here or there or, or somewhere. Yeah, it's uh, it's been a big season and for several years too. Yeah. Uh, before we go, let's talk a little bit about the uh, this American Rescue Plan and where that's at. This is um, monies that uh, are uh, allotted through the federal government and that's are um, being. Is it an application process right now? Right. It's still we're still receiving applications to into the county, and we've approved quite a few um, already. I know um, we've got some money put aside for, for uh, broadband and doing a feasibility study to just figure out um, what we can do on that. We've had some uh, open house meetings on that, and I believe there will probably be some more before we're, we're through exactly. And um, this is money that was awarded to us, and it must be spent, I believe, by 2026. So um, we've got a long way ahead of us, but as as the requests are coming in, it's also getting to the point where we're going to have to say, no, I'm sorry, um, yes, Yes, that one might be a possibility, but I think we should check some other sources, too, because we want to use that American Rescue Plan um, money to the best advantage for people here in the county. And and if there's a way, you know, some other grant or opportunity for them to get ahead, you know, to... Um, support their needs, that would be the best way to go so that we can can help more people. 
Yeah, I know the um, the board has uh, indicated that uh, broadband is one of the kind of high priority issues. You had a mailing that came out, um, some other uh, in person uh, meetings. Uh, there might have been some virtual ones as well about the needs for for broadband, particularly in uh, in some of the outlying areas. Yes. Well, believe it or not, um, we had had a cabin up north by Lake Itasca in Hubbard County, and because Hubbard County is considered a poor, poor county, they had gotten um, their um, provider up in that area had gotten a big um, federal uh, grant, and they had it so they could get. Um, at our cabin, we had better service than we had at home because we had fiber right up to our house. Oh, okay. Or our cabin, I should say. Mm-hmm. But uh, here, if you do the the speed test, which I, I would uh, recommend everybody to do, um, I have a speed test of one here at my home. Oh, wow. Yeah, which and it should be like around a hundred or more, you know. So it's it's just terrible, and uh, everybody always teases me that oh well, Mary, you'll you'll get broadband, you know. We'll we'll make sure there's fiber right across down your road, and I go, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and it's interesting too because um, on one of these meetings we went, I had gone to. They described how they can put <clears throat> actually the the fiber right into a road, you know, dig it and you know make a like a V into the tar and below and 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 set this uh, um, fiber right right down there. Mm. And, and I I just was so amazed at what they could do. Yeah, very interesting. So we'll be hearing more about that, uh, the American Rescue Plan funds and uh, the the details on that, too. Mary, we're out of time. I appreciate you uh, talking with us today. Um, maybe just close with how it's been going on the uh, the board. I, anytime there is a, a newcomer, I'm sure there's always a lot to, to learn and get accustomed to. Well, you know, in the first few uh, weeks, we started in January, um, Mike and I talked a lot as, as the newbies, and uh, it was just getting used to, um, I would say, the whole, um, I had the worst time just getting set up on the computers and stuff, um, thinking that, I mean, I have a certain amount of acute computer experience, but just getting used to their uh, hardware Okay. What, what, and 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 they're actually their system, sure. Which which was very hard in the beginning to get used to, and I'm sure there's still a lot that I have to learn on some of that stuff. But uh, as time goes on, I'll, I'm sure I'll, I keep learning. I mean, everything is very interesting at this point. Um, I think I'm coming around. I probably don't say a lot at meetings because I just feel that I'm still so much in the learning process, but things I don't know or I don't understand, I do ask questions, and they've everybody's been pretty good now about answering them, so 
I think the support is there to get us going and to do do what we feel is right for the our residents. Very good. Mary Wetter, Wright County Commissioner, and uh, visiting with us on today's Spotlight. And Mary, uh, we'll talk again in the future. In the meantime, uh, folks are always welcome to attend the uh, county board meetings. Otherwise, there's uh, a variety of different ways they can um, either watch live or watch uh, delayed on your website uh, for the county. All kinds of ways to, to get in touch. Yes. And please do, if you have questions or problems, please get a hold of us. We appreciate your time today. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. Have a great have day. Have a good day now. Yep, you too. Mary Wetter, Wright County Commissioner, on our Commissioner's Spotlights here on this Wednesday on KRWC.